Welcome to the Less Doing Podcast, where you will learn how to start living more by doing less. Let me help you optimize, automate, and outsource your entire life so you can focus on doing the things you love. Now here's your host, Ari Mizell. So, uh, Jason, uh, you know, one of the things that I always like when I have people on the show is when I hear a new title. So you are the CVO of Animoto. Is that right? Yes. The, the chief video officer is my title. Chief video officer. So those of you who are not, for not, are not familiar with Animoto, you probably are familiar with Animoto because anytime you're scrolling through Facebook through a lot of the BS and you stop because there's a cool video playing with words on it or things moving around, Odds are it's probably an Animoto video. And so Jason has co-founded this company and helped create this platform that makes it a lot easier to get your message across. And we certainly use it. We love Animoto and we love using video in general as a medium. So uh, Jason, how did, you, how did you get into starting Animoto? What, was, what led up to that? What were you doing before? Well, my life prior was I was actually a TV producer for MTV and, and Comedy Central here in New York. Uh, so, you know, I was, I was doing that for, you know, a whole chapter before Animoto and, um, you know, basically, uh, you know, a few colleagues and I, my, my co-founder, one of my co-founders, he was also working in TV at ABC and, um, you know, it was, it was kind of a dream job, you know, to be able to work in TV, but we just saw kind of how fast everything was changing around us, you know, from internet to social media, cloud computing, and like these mobile, mind you, this is like before the iPhones, like these, these mobile things getting smaller and smaller to the point where they can now like fit in your pocket. It just seemed like inevitable that these things were probably going to have like internet connections and, and cameras. And so we just felt like we, we, we couldn't stop thinking about all the possibilities and we knew video had to be a big part of all this, you know, this new future. And so we basically, you know, started working nights and weekends to kind of prove this, this concept kind of nerdy, just trying to figure out how to you know, render video frame for frame in the cloud, real time, stuff like that. And we thought it was going to take a few months. It took us a year to prove out the technology. But once we felt like we, uh, we kind of had some momentum, we quit our jobs. And you know, here we are 10 years later. I, I mean, it's amazing to me it's been 10 years. Um, and, and so there's a lot of platforms for making videos, clearly. But I think that Animoto, Animoto Magisto to some extent, although it's kind of different, um, there's all these other tools like that, but this is this is a, a, a different category. Like uh, this is not an iMovie kind of thing. You know, I think that's worth explaining to people who maybe haven't seen it. Yeah, I think what you know what we what we hear all the time, you know, especially from businesses, is you know that they they basically just don't have any experience with this. So what we wanted to do is create uh, the type of tool that you can make you know professional looking videos without any experience. We're very much inspired by you know like these website builders, right? You know, if you think about in fact, we think what's happening with videos is very much kind of in parallel with websites. But you think about like 10 years ago, you know, you had to spend 10, 10 20, $30,000 to you know, hire someone to go get a website made, or you had to know, you know, like HTML editing and stuff like that. Well, and then along came along, you know, all these great, you know, website builders where, um, you know, you don't have to have any experience to make, you know, a beautiful site, uh, just drag and drop easy. And so, uh, and today it's like, if you don't have a website, you're probably not, like not even really a business. Everyone has a website. So very similar. We feel like, you know, with video that, um, we're just kind of on this, uh, wave now where everyone is, is going to need video. And if we can provide a way that makes it just like the website builders, like drag and drop easy using building blocks and using starter templates, 
where there's basically no way to create a failed video. And we pour kind of all our wisdom and uh, learnings about what makes for successful video into, you know, these uh, starter templates that we call storyboards. That we just make it, you know, just brain dead simple for businesses to be able to kind of, you know, uh, leverage the power of video. So what was the, I mean, other, I mean, I guess from a technological standpoint, what was the biggest challenge in building, building this out? Well, I think um, it was interesting. We, uh, we kind of um, figured out an original version of how to actually render video on, on demand, right? There's, there's 30 frames, you know, per second. So it's, it's, a, it's a lot of, you know, kind of computational effort to like produce video from scratch. Um, but I think for us, it was really the, the, the challenge of scaling. Well, like, we're like, great, this is awesome. Well, if one person makes a video, but what happens if like five or 10 or a hundred or a thousand people want to make a video at the same time, we're screwed. And that luckily for us, uh, you know, that was right when the cloud computing came along and, you know, long story short, we discovered, you know, Amazon web services, what I guess what a lot of people don't know is Amazon has all these other parts of their business. Um, one of them is offering, you know, basically web, you know, web, uh, kind of, a type services for mainly companies for like storage and computational power. So you can just basically pay for it like electricity. So the fact that we didn't have to go out and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on servers that we have to put in our closet that would, you know, would get dated in two or three years. That fact that we could just use Amazon um, was awesome. So that really kind of was the impetus for allowing us to scale in the early days. And then along the way, we actually uh, we're fortunate enough to get Amazon to even, you know, invest in us a little bit. So, um, so that was in the early days, certainly the biggest challenge. And so what does the team look like now? So now we're, you know, this is like 10 years later, we're like a hundred people in mostly in New York. We also have some folks in like San Francisco and Seattle and around the world. Um, and, and a lot of us, you know, came from the world of TV and film. So, uh, it's pretty exciting now just to see how video really is everywhere. And, you know, just our, our, our whole world is just really trying to empower folks with, uh, you know, the power of video. So as you're growing now, like, what are the challenges that you're facing in the business at this point? You know, I think uh, it's, um, it's really kind of about the, the landscape is, you know, just changing so often uh, that I think particularly when it comes to social media, uh, people just can't seem to like, you know, want or don't want to keep up. They're just like, wait, you told me three years ago it was... Um, you know, it was Pinterest. And then last year you told me it was Snapchat. Now you're telling me it's like Instagram, you know, so it's like everything's just changing so quickly. Um, and so I think a, a big challenge for businesses is just knowing where to actually invest, you know, their time and efforts, because the last thing you want to do is learn something for it to just kind of become outdated. You know, luckily for us, um, and I think why we've actually been around for 10 years and is, a uh, you know, with video, it's it's kind of only grown in importance. So the nice thing about video is it really kind of has, you know, it kind of supersedes any kind of whatever the flavor of the month platform is or usage is. It's it's only kind of grown in importance. So the investment in video and understanding how to communicate with video um, has only grown in importance. And it's because, you know, really, this is how everyone increasingly prefers to consume their content. So, you know, wherever it is or however it is, video is only growing in importance. And I think we've been able to kind of stay on top of all the trends and I think, you know, the, the big value that we've been trying to offer folks is like for the folks that are just like, I don't even know where to start. Like what's happening right now, right today, just to make sure that we are on top of all the latest trends and best practices and that we're packing all that information and learnings into everything that we're doing. So, you know, people that are, whether they're just kind of getting started or trying to figure out how to take their video efforts to the next level, we know, you know, we know what to tell them, um, you know, exactly what they need to know today. But yeah, things are, I mean, if you think about even the last 10 years, it's been crazy how much of 
things have changed. When we started, I think it was like MySpace and there was no iPhone and very different world. That's crazy, right? To think about that. Like, I mean, the whole world has changed in a lot of ways then think, if, you know, put it that way. Yeah. Um, and, and so what about for the future in terms of like new development, there are new features, new things that you think you're going to be developing for Animoto? Well, I think, um, you know, and in, in some ways I think it's exciting because it's still kind of the, the early days of, of video. And, um, you know, even though I love, you know, what uh, the videos that we're doing, I, I still, you know, you compare it to what you see on TV and there's still a whole world of stuff I can't wait to get to. And that, you know, these next few years will be really exciting to kind of unlock all that, you know, super awesome, you know, motion graphic design stuff. Um, and certainly, you know, like mobile and even some of these uh, changing, you know, kind of paradigms like, um, the fact that even like movie trailers are coming out in square and even like vertical now, that's a whole new kind of sea tide change, you know. So um, there's a lot of things that are kind of changing. But the fundamentals of, you know, what make for why video is, you know, effective, you know, is not changing. It's like it's it's such a rich medium. It's visual. It's audio. It's text. It's just packed with, you know, so much. It's so multidimensional. Um, and there's, and especially in the last few years, there's just been so many stats and studies, like people recall six times the amount of information from a video than from text or, you know, like after watching a video, 64% of people are more likely to, you know, make a purchase online. Um, so it's just, it's, it's exciting that it's only growing. It's just a matter of really kind of keeping up with all the trends and making sure that things kind of, um, are tailored for, you know, how people are actually consuming video, but certainly there's. Uh, you know, there's no shortage of ideas that um, that we have in the in the works. Uh, and and as chief video officer, what what is the what is, what's sort of the focus of your work in a given day? Well, I think you know, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny that you open with that. People are like, "What's a chief video officer?" You know, I think it's just like in any other company where they may there may be a certain core competency, like a you know an investment company or finance financial company might have a chief investment officer or a strategy consulting firm might have like a chief strategy officer or a technology company might have a chief technology officer. You know, my job, um, especially with my background as a, as a, you know, TV and film producer is just making sure that I am, you know, really the, the video expert and not only making sure that internally with our products and our marketing efforts that we are keeping up with, you know, all the latest and greatest learnings and trends. But, you know, even part of this, just like making sure I'm, talking with businesses and making sure they understand, you know, the benefits of uh, using video and what's happening today. So when you're like, how do you guys do planning and project management, for example? I'm curious. Are you like, are you doing sprints or like, what does that look like for you? Oh, okay. Uh, cool. Yeah. Well, we've certainly gone through a lot of different kind of evolutions. I think that, that we, we, we have, uh, we kind of break things down into, uh, from a product standpoint, actually, um, we used to be on quarters. We actually now kind of do and we call them terms, eight terms a year. Um, so we kind of prioritize the most important stuff, you know, um, twice a quarter. And uh, we uh, we have like, you know, two-week sprints. I think now it's actually moving down to one-week sprints um, and even getting into, you know, you know, rapid deploys, like, you know, deploying stuff, you know, day, uh, multiple times a day. So it's been fun to kind of be part of this uh, evolution of all these technologies that have enabled us to become kind of more agile and, and nimble. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, certainly, but video has also been part of our growth too, which is exciting that it's not just something that we like, you know, talk the talk of, but it's really, um, the fact that, you know, the whole, this whole show is, is, you know, less doing right. And so the fact that I think of all the thing ways that video has 
uh, improved our process or saved us time. Like all the things that, you know, we do regularly, that we used to have to do regularly, like talk about our business, you know, why we're different, why we're unique, you know, telling the story of our business, you know, the benefits of our business, you know, um, the things that we're answering over and over on email, um, you know, the things that we're having to explain over and over to our team and staff. So, you know, we think about all the things that all the kind of repetition uh, in our kind of daily kind of efforts and just thinking about, um, you know, how video, once you've captured it in video, you can really take a lot of that repetition away. And, and, and video, as we know, kind of is able to take on a life of its own. Um, so certainly, you know, like we're huge fans of like OKRs and, you know, all this, all these other type um, frameworks and processes. But the fact that we've been able to actually kind of lead our company as kind of a video first company is like we like to kind of think about and dream about, like how can you really use video to maximize the efficiency of everything that you're doing um, has been kind of also a fun, fun opportunity and challenge. And how is your relationship with your co-founders? Like what did that start out as? How has that evolved over time? Well, so interestingly, we, uh, my, I have three co-founders, so there's four of us. Uh, three of us went to college together, and actually all four of us went to high school together. Uh, this is uh, Bellevue High School in, in a, a, a suburb of Seattle. And so, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there, we always get a lot of questions like, well, what is it like to, you know, to start and build a company with, you know, and oh, and by the way, two of them are brothers. So it's not just friends, you know, there's two of them are brothers and family. Gosh. So, um, you know, certainly, and you hear a lot of people say, never get into business, you know, with your friends or family, because it'll be a nightmare. I think for us, you know, knock on wood, it, it, it actually has turned out to be uh, an amazing benefit. And the main reason why is we were able to really kind of start from day one with that kind of a, that built-in sense of trust and, uh, you know, just reliability. Like we knew that, uh, you know, we could trust one another, that if one of us said we were going to do things that we could, uh, that they would do it and we could keep each other accountable. And I think interestingly, sometimes we reflect on this, even as our culture has evolved, um, you know, a lot of it kind of has like the certain dynamics of the way that we started, which is like, we were able to have very, very intense, you know, discussions and debates. And, you know, sometimes it get pretty heated, but then we walk out of the door and it's like, oh, well, you know, that was just, that was fun, but you know, it's nothing personal. Um, and just kind of the way that almost like, you know, brothers might, um, you know, go out or whatever, but it's like, at the end of the day, we're still friends and family or whatever. And that's kind of, I think really shaped a, a bunch of, uh, shaped our culture in a unique way that we can, we are able to be very open and honest with each other in terms of our opinions and feedback. But at the end of the day, we know it's not personal. It's just like, we're all trying to, you know, just, uh, make the right choices. Um, so, you know, I certainly, I, I, you know, people are like, well, would you recommend starting a, you know, business with family and friends? You know, it all depends on the dynamic and the personalities. I, you can certainly imagine like if things are tough, especially financially, like things can get, you know, ugly or stuff. But, you know, for us, we knock on wood, we've been lucky that we've just kind of been on a, you know, on, on a kind of a continued growth spurt. So, um, so for us, you know, uh, the dynamic that really founded the company has really helped us a lot. Well, that's, I mean, that's amazing. I, in some ways, you'd think that like that kind of a close knit friendship and sibling ship um, could be a, a good thing or a bad thing, right? Because you get to like too much in each other's space. But I, if you have a good division and definition of roles, that's really, really helpful. Do you, do you guys do anything around like the vision for the company and how that, how the four of you mesh in that way? Do you revisit that? Certainly. Yeah. We're always, you know, trying to evolve, uh, you know, what our kind of what our, you know, our, our direction is and our priorities 
Um, we, we, like I mentioned before, we use this framework, uh, OKRs, which like Google and other companies use. Um, so, you know, objectives and key results. So it's really kind of saying what's, what's every year and every quarter kind of saying, what are the most important things we need to get done and how do we actually measure whether we were successful with that? So that's really been kind of the backbone for how we, uh, you know, try to stay focused as a company. Um, and then, you know, in terms of the, the vision stuff, I think what's been lucky for us is, uh, you know, I think like I was mentioning, there's been so much change, but luckily for us, you know, the reason we started the company is we just, we kind of had this core belief that video is the most compelling and effective way to communicate what's important. And, um, that has not changed I had in, 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 you know, so, you know, social platforms and social media has evolved and mobile has evolved and all that. But the premise of video being one of the most compelling and effective ways to communicate has actually only grown in importance. So we have not actually had to evolve kind of our core beliefs or core vision that much. We've had to, uh, you know, I'll say one evolution we went through is in the early days, we found a little bit of everyone using Animoto, which was kind of exciting. We're like, wow, all these people, you know, uh, and parents, travelers, nonprofits, uh, schools, photographers, businesses, marketers, you know, and so we're like, this is great, right? Um, as we actually started to realize um, that was a that was a real challenge because we were being pulled in, you know, what felt like a thousand different directions. So when we actually sat down to say, well, what's most important? We didn't really have kind of a clear way to make those type of decisions because we were, you know, we felt like we were serving too many different you know, customers and needs. So kind of maybe halfway through our journey, we really had to kind of take a step back and say, listen, uh, you know, it, it feels like we're just kind of good at a lot of things at this point. And our technology and our product are almost, because we're being pulled in so many different directions are kind of becoming, our, our product is kind of almost feeling like this Frankenstein patchwork quilt of, you know, of stuff, if, if I was, I guess, if I was to be honest. So we totally stepped back and we said, listen, if we had to, would we rather be kind of good at a lot of things or best in the world at one thing? Um, and, you know, and we all said, yeah, we'd rather be best in the world at one thing. And so let's pick a specific market that we're most excited about that we think we can be best in the world at. So we kind of actually built a whole new product that we thought, you know, would be, what would be the product that we would be freaked out if, you know, we woke up one day that we thought might disrupt Animoto. And that's the, what we talked about, you know, like this, um, this uh, video builder uh, based on building blocks and a drag and drop interface. And so we built that that product and we said, you know, social media uh, is really only growing in importance and businesses in terms of a market opportunity. Um, that's, you know, that seems like the best uh, market opportunity for us to go after. So that was kind of some of the learnings and evolutions along the way. So the last question I always like to ask in these interviews is what is what are your top three pieces of advice for people to become more effective? And you can interpret that however you like. Yeah, well, I think, you know, like I was saying, I think it's actually really fun. One of the parts of video, just in the spirit of this show, right? One of the parts of video, uh, a video that doesn't get talked about as often is just how it can actually save, you know, operationally as a, as a marketer or as a, you know, as a, um, you know, as a business person that can actually save you a lot of time. So just think about all those things that you do over and over that you're having to communicate over and over and think about, hey, what if you're able to, you know, use video to kind of capture that so that video can do more of the work for you. Um, you know, and I think, uh, so I, that's kind of one just kind of, I think just great, you know, meta point in terms of offering uh, efficient operational efficiency. Um, and then I think the other is uh, just 
people actually, re- I think sometimes folks just think social media is this kind of like foofy fun thing. You put stuff out there and you know, what, you know, what, how do I know what the return is or whatever? Um, the fact is, uh, you know, social media is actually very, very precise. Um, and there's a lot of efficiencies in terms of social media marketing. So if I think about old marketing, I mean, which is like marketing today, um, there's a lot of in- inefficiencies. There's a lot of kind of like hoping and waiting people discover you or playing the numbers game. Maybe for every 10,000 emails I send, you know, X percent will open and X percent will click or, you know, for every 1,000 phone calls, you know, maybe, you know, X will pick up. Um, but with today's market, with social media marketing, you, you actually have your, your, the opportunity to take your message exactly to where the conversation is happening. And so you can be confident that um, if you're creating a video and you're putting it out there and you're using you know, the tools that these social platforms provide, you can get laser focused because they offer all sorts of targeting demog- you know, demographics, um, um, you know, locale, int- very specific interests. You can make sure that your information and content is getting um, in front of the exact people that should be interested in you. So just in terms of streamlining, making your marketing that much more effective, and you can and you can experiment with you know 100 200 bucks just to even see what that does so it's not like it's a huge prohibitive cost to get started um you know using some of these targeting tools so i think just overall in terms of like how how much more you know social video can really streamline your not just your operational efforts but your marketing efforts i think those are kind of two big areas to think about Rep- reducing repetition and leveraging the targeting abilities of social media right Awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much. Where can people find out more and start using Animoto? Well, you know, certainly everything is on Animoto.com. Um, I thought I'd, I'll actually set up a, a page, uh, let's say Animoto.com slash uh, less doing, and I'll put my contact info there and, and some helpful links. Um, you know, certainly I, I love talking to uh, businesses out there. So whether you're, you know, just trying to figuring out how to get started or you're trying to figure out how to take things to the next level, you know, don't hesitate to, to be in touch. Um, but I'll I'll set up a page animoto.com slash less doing and and put some helpful stuff for for your audience out there. Awesome. Well, hey Jason, thank you so much for your time. It was very insightful and great information, not only about the product itself, but also about the company and how you've grown. And I uh, really appreciate it. Thank you. Likewise, it's been a privilege. Thanks, Ari. Thanks for listening to the Less Doing podcast. At Less Doing, we help entrepreneurs who have opportunity in excess of what their infrastructure can support to set up systems and processes that empower a team to ultimately make themselves more replaceable. That way they can optimize, automate, and outsource everything in their businesses in order to be more effective. If you want to find out more about Less Doing, the podcast, the blog, the books, and all of the wonderful programs we offer to help you get from where you are to where you know you want to be, go to lessdoing.com slash podcast and check out our OAO blueprint so you can get started today.